I'm Joanne Bailey Borsma, and this is Locally Entertaining. With me today is Randy Otterbridge, founder and chief writing officer for Randy Austin Publishing and Media, who is hosting his first event, Men Authors Get Ready to Read, Write, and Win. Win. Whoa. (laughs) Too many (laughs) many W's on that one. Yes, men who write. So welcome. Welcome, Randy. We so appreciate you having me here. I certainly appreciate you uh, having me in. So, well, you know, to get started, um, we have something in common because I was reading about how you started your business, Mm. and I too was one of those uh, blurry eyed adults trying to get the latest (laughs) copy of the Harry Potter, except I didn't have a kid in tow. I actually had a husband in tow Mm. (laughs) doing that. So, Mm. but tell us a little bit about how you started uh, Randy Austin Publishing. Yeah, Randy Austin Publishing really was started because my son was such a reader, right? And I've always been a reader, too. I remember, you know, when he was a baby, I would push the cart and I would read to him. Mm-hmm. Literally, that's how I entertained him, right? I thought, okay, he'll figure out the words a little bit later. But anyway, so when he got a little older, he got really into the Harry Potter stuff, right? And mm-hmm. I'm going, oh, man. So I would read the Harry Potter stuff, and I thought, man, these are some good books, some good reading. And so what we ended up happening is... We evolved into those times where we would be there at midnight, and I started, you know, we got to maximize on this, right? Mm -hmm. You like to read. I like to read. Why don't we do something together? So I decided to start Randy Austin Publishing as a way to not only be a reader, but also be a writer. And then I thought, wait a minute. My son loves to read. He's very critical. He always tells me he finds a mistake. I'll use him as my editor. Mm -hmm. That'll be awesome, right? (laughs) So, And that's where it was born out of. And then I thought, you know what, Why don't when I write something, I'll just run them through my own publishing company. So that way I own all of the rights to it. I can do anything I want to it with it in terms of the rights. And that's pretty much how it started. That was the genesis. Mm-hmm. Now, how long has, has the business been around? I started it about five years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I have written... Um, I'm working on my fifth book, so typically about a book a year, mm-hmm. and then I publish them through Randy Austin Publishing. Mm-hmm. And you have a couple of the books that you've written, I see here, with us. Yeah, actually, I've got um, a couple of books here, and I've got a book of one of the authors that's going to be here or going to be at the event on Saturday. So Reluctant Entrepreneur was actually my second book, right? Mm-hmm. And I wrote that a long time ago, and it really kind of started out of the idea that I said, you know, Coming from nine to five world, going into business, what are some of the drawbacks? What are some of the hesitancies? What are some of the things that would keep people from succeeding? Mm-hmm. And then I thought, what would be a good title for something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And I says, well, it seems like we're reluctant, mm-hmm. right? We kind of want to do it, right? We're kind of on the fence. Mm-hmm. We love the check, the nine to five check that comes in every two weeks. So I decided to call it Reluctant Entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And then I really just solved a problem for myself. I says, okay, what would be these reluctancies? And I called each chapter something related to what would be a reluctancy mm-hmm. for an entrepreneur starting out. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And oh, then wow. this last one was, I wrote this a couple of years ago. It was called Writing is a Jealous Lover, mm-hmm. right? And the whole big <laughs> idea behind that, it was so fun, is because once writing starts getting into your system, it doesn't want to let you go. That was the big concept, right? It's like, okay, why not just do more of me? And I was like, well, I, I got to eat. I got to go out and do this job. And writing was saying, I, I kind of personified writing, right? I, it mm. was saying to me, well, if you just do a lot of me, if you just write and write and write and get better, mm-hmm. then I'll take care of all of that. And I didn't trust that process. So 
it started treating me as if, as if a jealous lover was always calling, and that's why I called the title of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it was that's a lot a, of fun. That's, that's a pretty interesting uh, <laughs> way to look at writing, I guess, and stuff like that. Um, I've never thought of it that way. And it made the process easier because as I personify writing, it was almost as if it was having a conversation with me. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I was pushing back by saying, yeah, but I have to do this. And writing was saying, well, here's how I would help you solve that. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't really know how to write. It would say, well, go read these books. And 73 books later on writing that I read and mm-hmm. learned about, right? And then it says, okay, I need you to practice. So I need you to put something out. So mm-hmm. each chapter I would have, this is what writing is telling me to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, yeah, but I don't know if I can. Mm-hmm. And it was saying, well, of course you can. Just keep going. Keep trying. Mm-hmm. Write something. Get it edited. Put it out there for the world to say yay or nay. Mm-hmm. And that's what I said. Writing treats you like a jealous lover would. It's mm-hmm. following you around all the time and it's Mm-hmm. Telling you to keep writing it. It sounds that. a lot like what you've done is kind of taken some some of these concepts and really made it more of a, like a story form for people to kind of enjoy yeah. and learn something at the same time. Right. Am I correct? That's exactly it. When you can, I think, tap into pieces of your own life, mm-hmm. right, and then you can form a story, the story is true. Now you're putting it together in narrative form, mm-hmm. right? And that's how I write the books. I say, okay... What is the problem here? What am I trying to deal with? What are my fears and all that? And just bring it all in. And then when I can bring pieces in from life, then they resonate a little differently, right? I'm trying to solve a problem for myself. Mm-hmm. And if I can do through the problem solving for myself, help others, that becomes the big deal. You said a really key component and having written most of my life for 30 some years, uh, the biggest thing we always try to find is that that element of, the, of mm. personal life or that will resonate with other people mm-hmm. as we're talking about the story because that really does bring in the person. It really brings in the story, brings it closer to home and makes you feel part of that Absolutely. story. Whether you're reading something that's fiction or nonfiction, it doesn't matter. That really is a key component. So uh, yeah, thank you for bringing that out. Absolutely. I really love that. So. I remember hearing once it says, write the book you'd like to read that you'd like to read. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know what? I'd really like to have a book that resonated with me in a way that suggested there's pushback. Mm-hmm. You're going back and forth. That authors aren't always up about these things, right? Mm-hmm. They're kind of asking the big questions. Should I be doing this? And what if you had someone that was speaking back to you? Mm-hmm. And I just personified writing as that person. Mm-hmm. That's interesting because it's the same <laughs> thing that J.K. Rowling did when she wrote the Harry Potter books. And she said, I just basically decided to write a book that I wanted to write and stopped worrying about what other people wanted me to write. Yeah, so that's yeah. And I'll tell you, five books later, uh, it, it becomes that constant thread. You ask yourself that question, what would I like to read? Mm-hmm. And then you say, well, gee, why don't I write that? Why don't mm-hmm. I figure it out? And mm-hmm. if you've read 73 books on writing, mm-hmm. you kind of know a few things, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you still, you, know, you still make some errors and all that kind of stuff, but you now have a little bit in you. You have some seeds, and now you can grow things in a good way because you've put it in, and now you're just extracting it out. Mm-hmm. Good, good point. So <laughs> you decided to host this event called yes. uh, Men Who Write and Win. Yes. Author Showcase and Writing Entertainment, um, which is actually this Saturday. We're going to kind of mention that, too. It's a free event. Um, it starts at 11 and goes to 3 at the Salvation Army Crack Center. Mm-hmm. Um, but what interested me was the fact that it, it – Focused on men who write. Yeah. Um, why not everybody who writes? Or well, I mean, my wife has one that she does every October called Women Who Write. Oh, really? Right? Yeah. And so I would help her out with the events. 
And, you know, I, you know a couple of guys would come in and, and say, hey, when are we going to have one for us? I'm like, well, will you come? Mm-hmm. Will you write? Will you be a part of it? You know, and I realized, and my wife would ask me too, she says, well, why don't you have one for, for guys? I said, uh, you know, guys are kind of funny. You know what I mean? <laughs> they are. You know, we, we <laughs> do tell. You know what I mean? We, you know, we like to compete. We like things that have, you know, action to them and all that kind of stuff. So I thought if I did one, mm-hmm. I would have to have some kind of contest component to it. Mm-hmm. Hence the reason why the name is Men Who Write and win because I'm going to have some cash prizes for some events that we can do. Some of the, the vendors and, and and authors can compete on. Mm. So when I decided it um, to call it Men Who Write is I thought, you know, like a business, right? How do you niche this down to have one conversation, mm-hmm. right? Now, I could have had everyone there. That would have been fine. And my wife and I might do something a little bit later. But I thought, I want to have conversation with us mm-hmm. because the statistics started showing me something. I started looking at readership, mm-hmm. and it showed that readership overall was down, mm-hmm. but readership amongst men was really down. And I started saying to myself, wait a minute, there's there's got to be a reason for this, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're doing other things. We're out there making money. We're out there, you know, doing a whole bunch of stuff. But when you hear about reading and you hear about wealth and that readers are the leaders, right, and leaders are readers, and that there's like in a book, I look at a book as there's gold in there mm-hmm. and we just have to get in there and shovel it out. Mm-hmm. Right. So I thought, why don't I have something for men mm-hmm. and invite them, showcase them, celebrate them, the ones that are writing mm-hmm. with an idea of encouraging other readers and other writers, mm-hmm. getting readership up. That was the big idea. Right. So I thought, well, how are you going to do that? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? And I'm, I put in the money. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not making any money on this. I'm saying, guys, come on, let's get to reading. Let's get to writing. And let's get to, you know, picking at the gold that's in these books, in your books, perhaps. And that's why I called it Men Who Write mm-hmm. and Win. Why do you think it's it, the readership is down for men? I, do you think there's a, a correlation or something to this? Um, well, I believe, this is just my personal feeling, is that we're doing other things, right? So we think about time. And we think about the best use of time. I think sometimes men would rather go out and do stuff, right? We're doers. We want to get out and, you know, reading, you know, I got to calculate that time now. One or two hours on a book or one or two hours at a job or one or two hours, you know, at a business or something. So I think what has suffered is that reading aspect and because we're out doing something else. Mm -hmm. That's what I believe. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that you say readership is down because um, I was just reading some statistics too about that local bookstores, locally owned bookstores, are actually on the rise. They're yeah. actually increasing, yeah. Yeah. Um, and to me that was that's you know extremely encouraging. Um, and of course, it's always been a struggle. Um, I also think too, and I I I don't want to be quoted on it. I do think with talking books, it seems to be really popular amongst more amongst males than females. I mean, I don't know if it's because you know you can pop something in a car and you can. And we were talking about this earlier. Mm-hmm. And you can listen to something, and you can stop it and start it and That's pick right. it up. It doesn't interfere with the doing part of our days, mm-hmm. right? I listen to audio tapes constantly. Mm-hmm. Rarely do I listen to anything in um, in the car other than audio tapes, right? So, and to address the other questions, we're seeing trends, right? We're mm-hmm. start, I think we're getting a big push, and I hope to help keep that trend on the up, right? Mm-hmm. That's why I'm having the event is that, okay, 
if we're seeing a modicum of change in the whole idea of going into bookstores versus getting stuff on Amazon, et cetera, et cetera, then let's accelerate that. Mm-hmm. Right. And when I, I wanted to focus on a guys doing this or guys reading and guys writing more is that while we're on the trend, let's make sure we have our material out there so people can get some of the helps that we have inside of us in the written form or audio form. Mm-hmm. So, so tell me, um, authors, people who are coming to the event, um, who have you found? I mean, did you find a vast connection when she started really going out there well, and talking there, about the event? I could tell you, you know, again, guys guys are out doing stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So I had to, like, show up at some places. Had to talk some fellas into some stuff. <laughs> oh, boy. You know? But what's, what's the most interesting place you had to show up to to, to talk to somebody? Well, you know, I went to uh, a guy's business, and I just kind of showed up with the flyer and says, hey, man, how are you? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know, I know you're, you're a reader, mm-hmm. and I know you want to write some stuff. Mm-hmm. So what are you thinking? Right. So I'm showing up at this guy's business and it's not a retail type space where you would show up. Mm. So I'm going to guys. Right. I'm on Messenger, Mm -hmm. you know, calling guys up Mm -hmm. and saying, hey, you know, be a part of this event. I'll even comp the table just Mm -hmm. to be a part of it. I'm not going to call anybody out, but I got a couple of names on here that that I said are people that Mm -hmm. haven't called me back yet. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, and these are uh, so but but I understand that dynamic. Right. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we're busy. You know, guys are out making a living. You know, we're out doing some stuff. I don't know, digging ditches, you know, you know, building gardens and mm-hmm. sheds. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But the point is that I wanted them to come out and say, look, we are also readers and we are also writers. See, mm-hmm. right. Look at us. And then as an encouragement to other people that are maybe saying, you know what, I'm not going to pick that book up because it's going to take me too long. Mm-hmm. So the ideal is and I'm hoping for seeing us out there. Mm-hmm. Right. Other, you know, whether it's young boys come up and says, yeah, that guy's out there reading. He's writing. He's got this event. What's going on here? Right. Mm-hmm. What am I missing? That that's an encouragement. Right. Mm-hmm. And then we can follow the trend back up and then bookstores start benefiting. Right. Because mm-hmm. we're reading more. We're getting into mm-hmm. it. And we're understanding that within that book, there's true gold. Mm-hmm. And we just have to be the picks and we just have to be the shovels to go get it. Right. Mm-hmm. Why not put your life in these books? Mm-hmm. They will outlast us. Right. When we start thinking about legacy stuff. Right. We can think about a job, a nine to five, but that's just income. A book can pay your family forever. That's just a suggestion, right? Mm-hmm. I'm reading and uh, listening and looking at movies right now from writers that are long gone, mm-hmm. right? Philip K. Dick, for example, right? Mm-hmm. He wrote in, I think he was born in the 50s, wrote in the 70s. Books didn't really sell well, but now they're being made into movies, mm-hmm. in Netflix, you know what I mean? So I'm saying, wait a minute, he's left a legacy. You know, Stephen King, right? He mm-hmm. writes all the time. And we're seeing some of his books from the 80s made into movies now. So I'm thinking, wait a minute. If we can get out and create legacy, right, these act like little mutual funds to us then, right? And that's my business training coming in. It's like if we write and write and write, someone could be reading this years later, and that could benefit our family. They can make it into a movie. That could benefit our family long after us. So I'm suggesting, come on in. I'm not saying quit your job. Mm -hmm. Don't. Don't call me up and say, he made me quit my job and start writing. You know, that's what, <laughs> write, that's what writing as a jealous lover tried to convince me of. And, and actually, I did that. But the point is, writing at the end says, you know, mm-hmm. just keep doing this mm-hmm. and it will be all right. Mm-hmm. 
that's kind of the big deal, right? So, but that's the that's the big suggestion. So as I am encouraging guys to get out there at the event, show other folks, right, that we're getting after it, we're reading, we're on the trend, we're writing, right, that men are out there getting after this stuff and having a lot of fun. And these are things that we can leave our families. That's the big encouragement. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and you mentioned something too, I guess, Interest. I mean, have you seen a lot of interest in this? Are people kind of responding real positive to? Well, I can tell you it's been a lot of um, push marketing, mm-hmm. right? So I've been putting things out there all over the place, drumming up interest. But again, I understand, guys, we're, you know, we're kind of doing other stuff. We're kind of going, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll get to that. Mm-hmm. And But what I'm hearing is this is some of the feedback. It's like, ah, I never heard of that before. That's a good idea. You know, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So I thought, hmm, maybe there's there's a spark. So my job is to, you know, to um, to make that spark a little bit bigger. So with this first event, my hope is, is that we have a whole bunch of people come out and support these authors. Mm-hmm. Right. And then that it leads to more encouragement. And then I'll have another one. If it's really, really OK, then I'll have another one in six months, seven months. Mm-hmm. Right. Just to kind of keep it going, keep the momentum going. So, but the main thing is I'm getting some authors in. I got some people that have says, I'm coming. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, that's all right, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't expect, you know, to have a whole bunch because it's brand new. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see how it would go, to see if I can encourage some guys to get out there and put their, re- their, their readings or their writings into the public space, mm-hmm. right? If I can get some folks out. Saturday, I'll find out. Mm-hmm. If two people come, I'll be okay with that. Mm-hmm. If 200 come, I'll love that, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm not stopping. Mm-hmm. I'm going to continually encourage you, mm-hmm. right? I'm going to continue guys to, uh, to encourage guys to write and to read more and all of that stuff because it just works. Mm-hmm. Now tell me, I mean, what kind of, who, what kind of, can you tell us some of the authors that you found? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got, um, I've got a call out to Chris Sane. He's written a couple of books. I want him there at the event. And he said he would, you know, so. What does Chris write? Can you give us an idea? Oh, man. Um, Chris writes in the self-development space I you know I can't remember his exact titles right now I've actually and then I've got Scott Welch he's an author he's written uh, three or four books I've got his here right now uh, his book is called Plantation Jesus race faith race faith and a new way forward with Scott Welch and Rick Wilson that's a really interesting book if you notice I've got it all marked up and I've got you know mm-hmm. sticky notes in it and everything but and now he's writing in this space to encourage people to look at cultural racism in a different way, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I've got another author, uh, Mike Sikama, who is a uh, part of the CYC um, and the Creative Youth Center. Now he hasn't, he doesn't have a book out yet, but he's got some writings. And I'm thinking, come on, man, mm-hmm. people need to hear those writings. Speak at the event, take a piece of it, share it, and then we'll have you, you know, help you get it into book form. Um, I've got another one, Inger Rudholm, right? And I actually did an event with him several years ago. We were literally table mates. And um, he's got a really cool book, you know, that uh, is, is, a, is a children's book that he illustrated himself. And I think he's engineer trained. But, I mean, it's that kind of stuff, right? I wanted a diversity of books, a diversity of narratives. I got another guy here that uh, just signed on yesterday, actually, uh, Daryl Rostick, right? And uh, he's got this cool book called Bro, You Gotta Pray. Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, wow. I mean, and that's just fun. You know, when a guy is saying, listen, this is what's in my heart. I want to share it with you. And then it is in hope that other people do the same thing. 
All right. And um, Dondre Brown right mm-hmm. now, he won't be able to be at the event. But what he's going to do is give me a couple of his books. And he has the workbooks, financial workbooks, right? He's and just a, to let people know, Dante Brown, who was actually on a previous podcast, yeah, yeah. he's uh, head of 1428 Wellness. Um, yeah, financial, financial wellness. wellness. Sorry, That's right. I almost forgot the word financial. Sorry, Dante. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was um, part of that and, and very interesting uh, person and perspective on mm-hmm. how to deal with your financial issues. And of course, it worked very well with local entertaining because he's very big about making sure that you are partaking in stuff like this. And a key component, he said, is, you know, look for those free events. So, and, you know. Yeah, <laughs> so, free so. to come, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the public is free to come. Mm-hmm. And imagine this now. You have all of these authors with these different perspectives, right? Dondre Financial, uh, Daryl Rostick with, you know, Bro, You Gotta Pray. Scott Welch, he's got his books and he's got some other ones that he's he's coming out with. He's going to be a speaker there. He can't stay long. Uh, and then we've got Doug Sims. Doug Sims is the chief writing officer for Grander Magazine, right? <gasps> Fabulous guy. Absolutely. Amazing. Doug is a great guy. Great Just guy. That. Oh, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Another yeah. person. But it's about writing. You know mm. what I mean? And mm. he always needs writers. And I says, man, come on. Mm. Let's talk about this. Let's get people encouraged to be the writers and mm-hmm. the readers, of course, mm-hmm. right? And then uh, I've got Eric Large. I got a call out to Eric Large. He's got a couple of books in the leadership space, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I really want his information out there. Um, John Hendershot, right? John Hendershot, he's got some good stuff. I and mean, a lot of stuff is online because we understand that, you know, no one's keeping a lot of inventory at the house anymore. Right? You're, <laughs> yes. you're not lugging books to the books to the uh, the events and stuff but what we can have is those links right we can have the picture of the book mm-hmm. we can have the links to your amazon page or wherever your distribution um is and that is the idea right that people come that they listen to you right that they see you mm-hmm. and then you get an opportunity to present your work to the world that's the big idea chris mathis he won't be able to be there but i want a couple of his books there you know i work with chris he's a coach for uh, spring gr and i work with him all the time oh, right he's a, another amazing amazing yeah, individual yeah and his well. book was impactful i bought it i would highlight the book i'd send it out you're on facebook little things like that right so that becomes the big idea if you're writing now is an opportunity to share that stuff mm-hmm. with the world and be and have an impact mm-hmm. so i says well Maybe the event will be a part of that, mm-hmm. to have people come in, be able to talk to you, tell me how you started, right? When Scott's going to be speaking on a few things, and Inger, he's also going to speak up of how to now market your material, right? Mm-hmm. Because I think sometimes you write the book and you go, well, now what? Mm-hmm. And we yeah. talked a little oh, bit about yeah. that. It's about distribution. It's mm-hmm. about getting it out there. It's about talking mm-hmm. about it. But I say, first, you got to write it. Mm-hmm. We got to have the information. Take it from here. Mm-hmm and put it into people's hearts, right? Do it via book, via audio, whatever it is. Just get it out. And this event is just a part of that. Well, a couple, I have a couple of questions to you. I sure, mean, yeah. that is quite an incredible list. And that's a lot of people who are local. These are mm-hmm. local writers. Mm-hmm. They're, they're from this area, mm-hmm. right? Am I correct? Yeah, absolutely. And were you surprised that you could find so many local writers? I mean, that's, a, that's really amazing. Yeah, I am, you know, every day when I get a call, Mm-hmm. I want to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. I heard you on the show. I want to be a part of it, right? Mm-hmm. And I am fascinated that it is playing out the way I thought it might. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I was a little bit reserved because I understand our dynamic, men's dynamic, right? Mm-hmm. So I am pleased to have these guys come out and show their work. I mm-hmm. really am. 
I'm just actually pleased that you're able to show out, showcase so many different local writers. And in writing, and sometimes we always think locally entertaining. We think entertaining it's got to be a it's got to be a fiction book, but it doesn't always have to be. It can be a nonfiction book. Mm-hmm. Um, I've read a lot of nonfiction books that are just have been just as entertaining as a fiction. Book. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I think this is really cool. I love I love your your breadth and scope of different writers. I think that's really cool. I appreciate cool. that. Um, but really, what amazes me more than anything else is the number. Like when I saw the title, I thought, "Oh, you probably maybe have three or four, but that's like probably ten to twelve yeah. people." Yeah. Hey, that- look, I'll tell you, I've got eighteen tables, right? Mm-hmm. So I wanted some vendors. Mm-hmm. I've got a couple of vendors. I got some. Um, uh, I think Color House Graphics mm-hmm. is going to be there. I just talked with uh, Sandy Gold over there. Uh, and w- with the idea that even some musicians. Now, here's something interesting. I, t- I talked to a couple of musicians, and I says, hey, how did you write your last song? Mm-hmm. Now, that's an you see yeah. what I, you see what I, yeah, how did I do- How did you write mm-hmm. your last? There's words. Mm-hmm. What started it? That could be valuable information to people, mm-hmm. right? If someone heard that and says, wait a minute, you mean – I can learn to write and then I can write songs. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I, I invited a couple of people that are musicians to talk about that writing process. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not in book form, mm-hmm. it's still valuable, right? Because they can tell people how to do it and then, you know, I don't have somebody transcribe it into words. Mm-hmm. And that could be a benefit to people. So I am not only saying, hey, you have to be the writer, author with a book, mm-hmm. but being a writer of other things provides an opportunity to. Well, let's and let's talk a little briefly and I know this is a little bit of part of what you do on your in your professional world. Mm-hmm. But the person who has the idea and then and is like, "Well, I don't even know how to get started and put it on the page." I mean, this is an opportunity to actually really kind of connect with people and learn that you know, maybe you don't say this, the sky is blue, but it was a beautiful, breezy day. I mean, and how mm-hmm. to use those mm-hmm. words more effectively. Yeah, yeah. Um, the descriptive you, writing. Yeah, I mean, what do you say to I mean, do you just tell people, just just get it down and go from there? I mean, how do you... One of the first things that I do, and I work with, with authors on that first draft, mm-hmm. right? And I've got some e-courses on it, the whole deal. But the big deal is get it out, mm-hmm. right? And it's gonna be it's going to be kind of dry sometimes. It's going to be stilted. But what we'll do is, and that's why I tell them, I says, we're going to chase the words around and make them behave. Mm-hmm. Right? We're going to chase them around and make them do what we want them to do. Right? This is what writing as a jealous lover taught me. Mm-hmm. Right? It says, hey, I know it's bad at first. Right? <laughs> but it's out. And now because it's out, you can now go in there and says, okay, that word describes, but it makes me feel nothing. Mm-hmm. Right? And then we can use different phrases, use different words. But the main thing is sit your tail down mm-hmm. and get it out mm-hmm. in whatever form that takes. Right? If you want to record it out, if you want to say it on nap, I have notes and napkins and pieces of paper all over the place. And the wonderful thing about being able to have that is that now you can put them in front of you like that. Put another three by five, five by seven card in front of you. And start looking at it and asking questions of it. Like, how does that connect with this? And how does it connect with parts of my life? What questions can I answer here, here, and here? And then you begin answering those questions. Now, imagine answering those questions from five by seven cars. Now, this is how, this is a little bit of the process. From five by seven cars, and you say, what would I, what would I say here about this? And then you write it down, mm-hmm. right? And you say, well, what does that have to do with this? And then you connect it. Right. And then now what you're doing is transitioning the writing just from pieces of paper, 
right, from ideas, from notes. But then you're also using pieces of yourself because Mm -hmm. oftentimes writers write from their perspective, their learnings, right? Hence Mm -hmm. the reason why I want them to read more because you learn more. And then when you put something down, it comes out and you go, wow, wait a minute. I guarantee you someone can read your writing and says, that sounds like you. Mm -hmm. I hear it all the time. That sounds like you. Mm -hmm. Like, wait a minute, you just read it. Yeah, but it sounds like you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, and that becomes the wonderful part about the writing process is that sounds like you because it is a part of you. Mm -hmm. So tell the world a bit about you in the with the idea of I may be able to help them. Right. Mm -hmm. Maybe your circumstances may be able to help them Mm -hmm. because you wrote it down. And you show, you're showing them how you may have overcome, mm-hmm. right? If mm-hmm. you're in the self-development space, overcome, here's how I did it. But if we never know, if we've never seen it, you leave it inside, I believe that's doing a disservice to all those people out there that could use your words. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the reasons why I'm having an event and encouraging people to write. So, I'm curious, I, who are you hoping to come? I mean, who are you looking at? actually coming to the event anybody that's curious about writing anybody that wants to support these men it's not i don't just want guys to show up because i might get two people Mm -hmm. right (laughs) 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 we're out working doing something but uh i want everyone that has an interest in seeing how guys go about their work Mm -hmm. and then you know anyone that wants to encourage that work Mm -hmm. anyone that wants to learn how they too can be about that work that's why i have scott speaking at the beginning about, you know, his journey and, and how he gets after it. And then I got Inger talking about the, the marketing of it, right? So some people may feel like, hey, well, I can write it, but it's not going to sell. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? The opportunity for it to sell is available when you write it. Mm-hmm. But first, you got to do that part, right? <laughs> do you think that's the biggest challenge? I mean, do you really feel like that's the biggest thing is, is people just need to sit down and write it? Yeah, and tell the that story. becomes one of them. Mm-hmm. I tell you, writing is a very revealing process, right? Mm-hmm. And not everybody wants to reveal. Not everybody wants that part of them, their soul or their hearts to be shown to the world for scrutiny. And then I think it's a process. I don't know how. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to start it. And when I do some coaching stuff, I say, okay, let's just have a conversation, right? What do you want to write about? And then they say, well, you know, I'd write about this. I said, well, who would you write that to? Maybe your younger self. I said, well, let's have a conversation with them. Right. And then that begins the process. So now that's the getting over the how part of it. Right. And then when you get it out, then you can look at it and go, oh, boy, that was bad. (laughs) (laughs) And then you can go about the editing process. Mm -hmm. You can fix languaging. Right. You can fix the little squiggly red marks. Right. Microsoft Mm -hmm. will help us do that. won't they? Mm -hmm. So or you can have somebody else type it up, whatever it is. Right. So that you can get it out, get it fixed. And get it out there helping people. But I want anybody that has an interest in that to come to the event. It's free. I'm not charging you. I might have some water, you know, maybe a couple of donuts or something. (laughs) And you get a chance. Here's a wonderful thing about it. When I said the win part of it, the win part of it is when I says men who write and win, men are going to we're going to get up there and they have a chance to win cash prizes by getting claps for their story. Oh, wow. Yeah. Little things like that. Right. And this this is real money, y'all. So whoever bought a table, you might be able to get your table money back Mm -hmm. because guess what? You win. Right. Who had the most sales? Mm -hmm. What author has the most sales? Then you win a little extra. Mm -hmm. So this is the encouragement to have people come out 
to have you invite folks, to have my authors invite folks to help them win this extra stuff. And that's the win part of it, right? Mm-hmm. The little the little contest part that we seem to like. Mm-hmm. Well, that's so cool. That is so amazing. It's just opens up, I think, a whole different um, door into yeah. what writing and write what writing is about. Yeah, yeah, and that's why again, I had uh, one interview and, and and the young lady said, "Oh, so it's only for guys?" I said, "No, it's not only for guys." Like I say, my wife has one mm-hmm. in October. You know, women who write, and I says, "But I just wanted to have a conversation with men and says, guys, there's a lot in you." Mm-hmm. Let's get it on paper. Let's get it helping folks, mm-hmm. right? Let's get you expressed, right? You got these these wonderful thoughts and ideas. And I even encourage the ladies, send your guy, you know, so he can stop telling you about the book inside of him, right, mm-hmm. for the hundredth time. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're tired of it. So let's encourage him to come out and speak on that writing. Mm-hmm. Put it out there. Find out how to get it in book format, right, how to take those words and make them better, get a more uh, uh, emotional base versus description base. All that is the idea that I want to have vendors to help folks. Well, and I, there was a, was a Detroit author by the name of William Kensel who uh, wrote the Rosemary, Rosemary, Rosemary Murders. Mm-hmm. And he often, when, when he came around and spoke, he would often say, you know, everybody has a good book inside of them. Oh, yeah. It's just a matter of getting it out on paper. Mm-hmm. And that's it was the key. And yeah. It, yeah. I think that's what the real challenge, as mm-hmm. you said eloquently, mm-hmm. is, uh, is doing that. I have one last question. I mean, how do you hope this event will inspire the next generation like your son? You know, the big idea, again, is see us, mm-hmm. then do. Mm-hmm. We're doing it, and you can too, right? So that becomes the mentor motto, if you will, right? Mm-hmm. And when someone looks at that and go, wait a minute, they're actually doing this. I know that guy, right? I never thought he'd write anything. And then you see him writing something, right? And you have a chance to buy it. And be encouraged by it and inspired by it. You see the variety of authors that I have there, the narratives from financial to biblical mm-hmm. to business, right, to, you know, non, uh, uh, nonfiction. So the idea is that when people come, they see that and they go, wait a minute, I can do that. Mm-hmm. And then they look to the left or right and see a vendor that says, yeah, when well, we can help. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I know Color House Graphics, they, uh, my first couple of books, they bundled them. They put them in book format, right? They gave me nice covers, you know? <laughs> stuff like that, right? And all of that becomes possible when you see it first mm-hmm. and you get out of your head and you see it in action and you see the results of that. And then you have someone encouraging you. You're able to go by a table and go, yeah, hey, look, let me tell you about the book, but let me tell you about what else you can do. Mm-hmm. And you get started. That's the hope. That's great. Right. Well, no, you're hoping you're hoping to have maybe another event down the road. Or? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it is. Like I said, I'll lose money on this. I don't care about that. The bigger picture is that I'm encouraging the guys to get out and read and write more. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm encouraging people to support that so anybody can come. And if um, later on in the year, I'll put a poll out there and says, hey, you want to do well, it? We only again? have a few more weeks in this year. Well, yeah, and I'll have the 21st, but later on, if, I, if, if somewhere around June or so, right, if, if, there, if I can get some people to say, hey, look, I, I, that was pretty good. I'd like to have another one of those. It was maybe, you know, too close to Christmas or whatever it is, right? I, I just wasn't going to stop. Not ha- I, didn't, I was going to have it no matter what, mm-hmm. right? And I understand it's close to Christmas, but guess what? Books make great Christmas gifts. <laughs> Come on. Great stocking Stuffers. stuffers come on all right but anyway so and then i'll have it again mm-hmm. right have another one mm-hmm. it's been a lot of work putting it together but that's a part of it mm-hmm. put in the work with the hope that 
it encourages them folks. Great. So, well, Randy, thank you so much for being Absolutely. with us today. I really, really appreciate yeah. it. So our host today has been Randy Otteridge from Randy Austin Publishing and Media. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, and he's got the upcoming event on Saturday. But again, you know, check back with him and, and check out because I think this is going to be a really successful opportunity yeah. for everybody to really enjoy and uh, get out there and read. I'm Joanne Bailey Borsma, your host, and this has been Locally Entertaining. Thanks for watching. Thank you. Thank you.